This episode is brought to you by Rick's Eyewear. Eyewear that inspires confidence. If you would like to buy some premium eyewear, sunglasses, blue light frames, prescription, head online now, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Caps has been Australia's home of headwear since 2012. From snapback to fitted, curved peak to flat peak, our hats will fit anyone and everyone. Since then, we've grown and evolved into the leaders of US sports apparel in Australia. Head online at caps.com.au and check it out. Righto, let's get into the show. Well, boys, welcome to the Tommy Talks podcast. Great to have you uh, in the Roland Media van. The big boy loves it when we give the van a little lick. <laughs> this, this is sick, mate. This it's is awesome. good, isn't this it? Is awesome. We want to use it for this week's potty on our own. Yeah, you do. It's a, it's so handy. It's you know we normally roll in at the front of your house, but yeah, yep, you yep. boys are. a bit apart, aren't you? There's a 20-minute well, It's hard negotiating who goes where for these types of things, <laughs> yeah. so we just meet in the middle, mate. Yeah, we're about 45 apart, so we try and always meet in the middle. Yeah, we wouldn't, we're around the tan today, but normally we are up the road a bit, but someone else has stolen our spot. I think they've found out there's a little secret spot. And there's a full <laughs> oh, really? Product. It's a full production. Where are you usually? Or you, oh, I, see, we, I actually seen up yeah, there. Yeah, so where past. you parked earlier, yeah, yeah, just yeah. on there, nice Simply and quiet. There. Um, but anyway, boys, what's news? I haven't seen you since probably the start of it. You haven't seen you in ages mm. as well. We've done this WhatsApp group, but I hardly see anyone's face. <laughs> Jeez, the digital world these days. Oh, yeah. There's plenty of WhatsApps, but no uh, no actual catch-ups, yeah, is there, mate? I know. We I have know. the NFL coming. So anyone that's listening, the NFL Fantasy League is where all of this American Aces started. There's been huge discussions internally about bringing in new people. And I guess I'm here to tell everyone that it's going to be the same people every year. I tried to sneak you in, mate, as an assistant. <laughs> yeah, well, I try to get you in. I, I, I tried hard, but no one wants assistance. <laughs> no, but you can fine. still have an assistant because yeah. the rumours are, is it true last year? <laughs> that I helped him. You, you were doing <laughs> yeah. all his work. Oh, well, no, 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 no way. No, I wasn't doing No, no, no. Because Crozzy, Crozzy, Crozzy was, was, was He was refusing for me to help him out because he knows how obsessed I am with fantasy leagues and... Um, let's be honest, this this year, over the last oh, six months, I've probably done a thousand uh, mock drafts. I'll oh, do that. Yeah. Mate, I love it. I love it. Yeah, so sure. last year, the reason why, because initially I remember um, the, the feelers went out there about actually jumping in, in the league and, and a buy-in and how exciting it's going to be. And I thought, first thing was like, yeah, this would be sick. But then I thought, I'm just going to get too serious. I'm going to absolutely hate losing. I'm way too competitive. I'm already in like 10 other leagues. I'm like, there's no point in me doing this. So I thought, you know what? I'll help Dunks. And then Crosby got wind of that. And then Crosby, <laughs> Crosby didn't in my it. room on draft night, came into my room, made sure he wasn't <laughs> there. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, we're in the hub, that's right, yeah, for yeah. the final. Draft night's like so big. Yes, yes. You just can't, like Griffin Lowe. Yeah. The great man yep. it was his first one. He did it with a few boys, but it was because it's such a serious draft. And he's taken um, Trevor Lawrence in the seventh, and he's oh, like, he's you. sitting there next to me. He's like, he's going to me like, because I'm the commissioner. He's yeah. going, what do you think? What do you think? And I'm going, I can't react. We're on a live stream, mate. And he's like, and he clicks it, and everyone goes, oh! <laughs> and he started abusing me, mate. He's like, you fucking dog. I'm like, mate. So wait, he's taking Trevor Lawrence as his one and only QB. I think he ended up picking another one like later on because everyone's like, Matt, because he got caught up with all the media. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Number yeah, one yeah, pick, yeah. he's going to be yeah, a star. Rarely does it translate as like the the player, as the NFL player into the fantasy league play. Rarely does it translate. It does a little bit, but not really. Not and, QBs earlier. No, no way. No way. Like run. Mac Jones. Mac Jones is a great QB as in – the head on him is a really good NFL QB, but mm. he's not a fantasy league QB. You what about the game last year in the snow where he threw for like three passes? And they got the win, I think, as well. <laughs> it was disgusting. The and they're all applauding him oh. and all his fantasy owners are like, what's going on here? It would have been negative. Yeah, yep, yep. 
Oh, it's huge. Now, boys, I want to um, I want to talk about a few things today. So we're going to start. But we're going to start with you, boys, and your upbringing. I want to talk a little bit about footy because uh, you guys are doing such a great job, and you've got your podcast. And we're going to go through everything. But I've probably never asked both of you. Is I want to know a little bit about your upbringing. So I'll start with you, Dunks, because there's obviously two of you here today. Mm. I haven't even let everyone know. We've got Adzi Trelaw and Josh Dunkley for the <laughs> listeners that aren't watching. Yeah, the, the, the absolute royalty in the room. But talk to me about where you grew up, your local footy club. And then I'll ask you a few more questions. All right. So I grew up in Sydney. So my old man obviously played for the Sydney Swans. So spent six years there before moving back to Gippsland, small town called Yarram, um, which is about two and a half hours east of Melbourne. And then I just played local footy for, it was like a Yarram combined team. So there was a few teams around the district in the area and um, they all merged together to create a sort of a junior competition or team that would play in the Salem District Junior Football Association. So dad coached and I remember our first game. We got absolutely smashed. Well, you we got pumped. Yeah, we wouldn't be many. Not much population out there. <laughs> no, so like, you have a couple we, of spuds up forward. Have you heard of Mafra? Who? Have you heard of Mafra, the town Mafra? No, I haven't. Oh, sale? Yeah. I've heard yeah. of Sale. Yeah, well, Sale and then Mafra. So we played Mafra once, which was like, and they just dominated us, mate. Well, I think we lost by 120 points. That's oh, wow. the story where Hasn't, we, we went home after the game and Panda say, made us run a beep test. Did you know that? What happened? Dad made us do a beep test in the after driveway. The game. After the game. How old were you? You, Lara and Cole. Uh, I was 11. <laughs> How crazy is that? What would you run back then? Uh, 11. I got <laughs> to 11, 11 and I was like, that's it. That I'm is done. great. The after old a game. Get out of the car. No, but there's been some handy players out from Sale. Like, yeah, yeah, well, Sale and Yarram. So, like, Jed Lamb was from Yarram. Yeah, so it's Gippsland area, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, there's some gun- Dyson Heppel's out that Dyson way. Dyson Heppel's in Langatha, which is, Pendlebury's, yeah, Pendles is yeah. sale. Um, Nathan Vardy was Yarram. So me, Jed, and Nathan Vardy were the, the three most recent ones from Yarram. Yeah. And then obviously Dad, he grew up down that way. So, yeah, there's been a few from the That's brilliant. From Gippsland. The old boys kicked you out and go do a beep <laughs> test. I reckon beep <laughs> tests are easier than doing a 3K. Absolutely. You don't start trying to the last five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Then you blow up and go, I'm done. Yeah. Just, the fact that I'm just picturing a young – well, it was all, it was Lara and Kyle too, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was all of us because Lara played with us <laughs> and Kyle played as like a bottom, bottom, bottom age. <laughs> a three-year-old. Yeah. But Lara was our ruckman. Oh, wow. So she was our full-on sole ruckman. That's brilliant. And it's the same It's the same house that they're in now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know yeah, the driveway. you guys are running down the yeah. driveway doing a beep test. Yeah. That's brilliant. Wow. So, yeah, that's my – um. First memory of a footy game. That's <laughs> a great memory. That's a great memory. How did um, how did Panda play the like the beat? Did he like have it a was, loudspeaker? Yeah, we had a speaker. Yeah, had we a speaker got, before his time. It's unbelievable. Yeah. So we had the speaker out, Incredible. and um, oh, actually, it might have been playing over the car. Right, it had to be going through that little cassette or something <laughs> yeah. back then. It might have been. I can't actually remember the fact that he actually had but... one on him and prepared because he probably knew that there was going to be a point in time where he's going to be disappointed. Oh well, yeah, there was a few <laughs> times that he did something like that. I remember he made me run a three k before I went and trained at Sydney. Because I was going up there for father-son sort of academy stuff. And he made me do a 3K. He was driving next to me in the ute, <laughs> telling me the time. So I was, I was about 15 at the time and trying to do a 3K. <laughs> what, That's brilliant. What is Panda? What, what's his best 3K? Oh, what mate, he wouldn't be able If to. he's making you run a 3K, the what's his best? The old boy's nickname Panda. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's sorry. Should have should have let everyone know Let's that. Let's call him Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. I like that. Um, so Panda's just teaching out all this stuff and he <laughs> yeah. wouldn't do it himself. No. Do yeah. as I say, not as I do. Exactly. Yeah. So, no, he just, I don't know what his best 3K would be. He couldn't swim, couldn't run. He just spoiled. Spoiled. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> did it well. True. Yeah. That's brilliant. And then what was like, obviously, did you always get smacked down there or did you eventually start nah, winning games? So that year, they split the league into sort of two divisions at the end of the year. So if you were top four, you played for the division one. If you were bottom four, there was about 12 teams. So there was three divisions in the end. We ended up winning the second division 
flag that year. Brilliant. So we went from being really bad to obviously working through the season and and finishing off well. So it was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. And it'd be a lot of traveling, I would have thought, out in those countries. Yeah, well, sail to Yarram's about 45 to an hour. So we were always playing up in sail and then we'd have one game a week in Yarram where teams from sail would hate coming down yeah. <laughs> yeah. in that's the freezing cold, yeah. um, muddy Yarram Oval. So yeah, it was it was pretty good. It was like, like looking back now, you you play with some good kids and some good friends that I'm still in touch with now. Yeah, it's brilliant. Now, before I go to you, Ads, what is the best junior game you ever had? It's the most complete juniors game. It's probably under <laughs> cool. 16s and below, you know. There's always yeah. that game where you've just chopped up. What, yeah. about, what about your grand final? You yeah. touch on your... Which one? Which one? You've seen your grand final that you won. Oh, that was when I was 15. Yeah, yeah. But my best junior game was I was 14, top age 14s, and we won. We won by... We played the team that was like favorites all year. And it was a school rivalry, bit of, you know, banter. Love that. And uh, I think someone took my stats. It was like something like 60 Probably, touches. probably oh, Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll take them. The old boy. He, yeah, he had the cassette ready. He was going to make you run a beat for it was, win. It was a pretty decent game. I got best positives. on ground. So yeah, that's, that's a big day. Hit a couple of goals. It was when I used to be out at like, we always talk about it, marking. Yeah, like I used yeah. to go behind the ball and take marks, take and then marks, yeah. So yeah. I'd mark it and then kick it to someone, and then they wait for me to get down yeah, the line, right. and then brilliant. kick it to me down the line. Believe it or not, mate, I used to do the same thing. <laughs> it's like I was having these chat arguing to me, old man. I go, mate, maybe I should take a big clunk. In case you haven't taken one since you were twelve. Exactly. I go, mate, this is so tall. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I just wish I could still do that. It was um, something that can. I used to do. Yeah, I'm getting better at it, but playing more forward, you got to get yeah. better at it. So. Yeah. I've been able to do that this year and hopefully keep building. Yeah, that's brilliant. What about you, mate? Where'd you grow up? I know you're you're at the Dandenong area. Dandenong boy, yep. yep. Yeah, so I grew up in Dandenong. Um, yeah, a little bit um, closer to the city than what Yarram is. Um, city boy, mate. Well, I am a country boy, Vic country. Yeah, it's country. Is it? It's country, isn't it? <laughs> this makes me sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get lost in that, I would, so. love, I would love to see you two on the farm. Oh, so you, there's a lot of challenges yeah. coming, but the the farm work would be a good one yeah, for the country no boys. It's <laughs> easy. It's easy. Um, yeah, so I grew up in Dandenong. Played my local footy for Noble Park. Um, played one game for Dandenong North actually, but they only had like three teams at the time. They're, they're their youngest age group was under 12s and I was only seven at the time. So I was playing on 12s and I just thought, this is just ridiculous. This is way too hard because at that time, the kids are just so big. Yeah. It's just so much. There's clearly such a difference between the ages of seven to I reckon 13. Those those ages, the, the sizes of the actual kids are so much bigger than what they actually are. So it's hard to play a, above your age. So we thought, oh, where should, where should we go? And the closest team after that was Noble Park. So... Funny thing, I ended up playing then with my brother who was under 13s. So I went from playing under 12s to playing a few games in the under 13s um, at Noble Park. And I think that's where, you know, people would say I'm really competitive and um, I hate losing. That's probably where that side of things came from, playing against the older kids and my brother and and not uh, not like losing against him. But then went back to my normal age group um, and, yeah, just played my whole my whole junior career at Noble Park. And then... Yeah, played in the Danong Stingrays, the TS Cup program. Um, would have played a couple of games against yeah. you, mate. Yeah, you um, chop us up, the man. Rangers. You're the Rangers, really? man. Always colder. Colder. Would have yeah. played against you out of yeah. colder. Um, and then, yeah, was drafted to the Giants when I was 17. Yeah, it's brilliant. Just on that, when you were playing underage those years, do you reckon that's really helped you when you did get to the, like say it's oh, under yeah, 13s well, and you are 12, yep. you'd be chopping up by that point. I think, yeah, I think we, so my first like three years I played Myself and one of my great mates, Peeva Wright. Do you remember yeah, Peeva Wright? Yeah, that's your best bud from big, Dan and Big Oh, yeah. He's, a, he's a, the big boy. Big mate, Islander boy, unit. yeah. So he was we, your bromance before yeah, Doug. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. I used to do, you guys yeah. everywhere to go. Yep. Um, oh, no, do I remember? He's built like Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a rock. Huge, mate. He's so huge. anyway, he um, we both played above our age, but we were the two best players in the age group above our age. So oh, we were playing 
when we were seven when we played under tens, and then obviously eight under elevens, nine under twelves. If that makes sense, mm. and we were winning the like he was he was always winning the B and F, and I was coming second. And then I remember we went down to our age group, as you were saying, as you just touched on, and it was like, wow, this is so much easier than playing against these kids that are bigger than us. Although he was already bigger than most oh, of them. He's a monster. But, but yeah, people need to see how big this bloke is. He's How's massive. he going now? I haven't seen. He's him playing at um Turin, and he mate, he is he's. A monster, mate. Absolutely. What was that um, clip that they did of him? He was recently. taking a mark. When he he took a mark. mark. I think the AFL posted it. Did yeah, AFL? yeah. The, it was AFL Samoa because he played for AFL Samoa. <laughs> oh, mate, he's a monster. <laughs> and he's like taking <laughs> a massive grab pass. and then kicking the setting. Yeah, he could always kick the ball. playing forward. Yeah, he could always kick the ball. Like it was right on the meters. junction. That was oh, yeah, hard yeah, kick. Yeah, yeah. And he's put it through, yeah, and everyone was getting around him on Instagram because it's on the AFL page. Yeah, yeah, he's a monster. But um, yeah. So I well and truly think it helped. Um, translate into playing against my own age but I think the as I just touched on the competitive side like playing against kids who are older than you who are bigger than you a lot of the time they're more skillful you, I always just wanted to beat them I just had this motivation and drive to beat them no matter how many times I'd come up against them and most of the time I wouldn't it just motivate me to want to do that so then going you know, through the phases of playing rep footy and, and playing the country and whatever, I just had that in me. So I think um, I was able to benefit from those early years of playing um, underage footy. Yeah, spot on. Like they say, you're never losing, you're always learning. Yeah, and exactly. When you're five years behind, you're yeah. probably learning a bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. What about your highlight? Like that, Not the probably not the TSC Cup. We know you started chopping, but you know, just like you said, what's the one the game junior? you look back and go, I've just had a um, thousand. Oh, there was quite a few. I was, uh, <laughs> oh, here we go, here we go. I was a good Which junior. one do you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> I was a good junior. Um, no, we don't. We didn't really have any games where they recorded stats. The only ones they did were, I remember we had two grand finals. Now, the only two... Um, foot, uh, games I have of of me playing back when I was a junior, we we lost both of them. But in the first one, I had I think I had fifty two and kick three. We lost by four goals. We had four well, goals. That doesn't as a, matter then. We had four goals <laughs> as a had team. Fifty and lose. And lose. We, had, we had four goals as a team. I kicked three and had fifty two. The guy that got best on ground, his name was Adam Fricot. I'll never forget. And he was the second highest leading touch of the game, and he had thirty. Oh, you've been robbed. So I've had twenty two more than him, and I didn't get the best on ground. <laughs> oh, you've been robbed. So I've only there's only two games that have been recorded. The, the, um, the next year was the the grand final, and we lost that one as well. So. That's but I had 40 day. that game and kicked three as well. <laughs> but I didn't get it. So I got a marks back then as well. What's yes. your best mark that you ever took as a junior? Surely you can. Honestly, it would have been. Um you, you probably playing in it, Tommy. The um, under sixteen carnival. Oh, in Sydney. Uh, in Sydney, I played. Yeah, I was you, a half back, so yeah, I played half back. Where I'm in, playing a bit at the moment. Oh, you've embarrassed us that. Yeah, day. and there's there's a mark I took. I've actually got that on tape, like legit hanger. We'll I'm be able to get that up. We'll I'm be able to get that up. You haven't shown me. No, nah, because it's on the DVD. Describe it, because we'll get some footage playing right now. Well, I was playing as well, <laughs> clearly half back, back shoulder. The ball gets bombed out. It's around the centre half forward line for us, and I've just come from about two deep and just jumped on his back and took it. I want to see this. We're going to get the footage. I, I need to get it. Do you know who you took it on? No, I've got no idea. Oh, no it idea. Metro? I think it was because I think it was the first game of the carnival and it was against Metro. We won by like, I think hey, it was like 10 goals. Because Bucks was coaching, yeah, wasn't Bucks he? Yeah, Bucks was our coach. Mate, we were like, we're going to smash this, <laughs> bloke. I'll never forget it. We're going to smash him. <laughs> yeah, Mate, I was playing half back. I got named like fifth best because the ball was in there all game. I got about, you know, probably had like a few disposals because the ball literally didn't leave the back <laughs> yeah, line. Yeah, it was hot. And we come off and we're like, oh, man, that was tough. <laughs> you know, all the recruiters are there. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, you get, I mean, Tim Golds is going for these long That's runs. Right. Goldsy, he was a gun. You remember Tim Golds? You wouldn't remember Goldsy. I played golf in not long ago. I remember Goldsy got tackled and he landed on a sprinkler because <laughs> he's such a big, 
it's a bit goofy goes in he's like Corky's leg on a sprinkler and he's, everyone's like what's he doing because he's it's obviously popped up when he's hit it it's just it was hilarious yeah, but he right? always had the awkward running style as well when he yeah. used to run so that would have made it worse for the yeah, oh, the big skinny long legs yeah nah, they were good was, days gun goldie very good days and then obviously draft night before we uh, move through the football stuff but draft night do you guys remember it and uh, how was it yeah, so I was actually, I didn't get invited to the draft. I was um, at home in Yarram, I remember, because I'd nominated Sydney to go there as a father-son. Oh, really? And then I sort of knew, I wasn't too sure um, where I'd land. I knew the dogs were keen, but um, I knew also Freo and West Coast were pretty keen as well. And they, they had picks after the Bulldogs. And early stages, Adelaide were keen at like pick 15 or something. And I ended up going 25, so... To the doggies and the swans didn't match the bid. So, just, oh wow, the swans have said no. Yeah, it was a swans pretty. Um, Can hear Beatson, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> it was a it was a hectic draft night because I didn't really know where, where I was going to land and yeah, didn't know whether or not Sydney were going to match that bid and with points and stuff, the new point system that they had in at the time with me and Cal Mills going and pretty high, relatively high. Um, they couldn't match bids going into the future years. What year was that? Twenty fifteen. So what, like you know, one year later you. Is it 2016 you beat Sydney on, in the, in the GF? Yeah. Jeez, that's got a taste all right, doesn't it? Yeah. He it would was, have been asked that question a million times. Yeah, it was days. pretty good. I mean, I didn't really think about it. Obviously, I spent a lot of time there training and doing the father-son program like I touched on before. So it was nice to meet all those guys. And I've still got good relationships mm. back there. And Horse is one that I still talk to. And he messages me every now and then just checking in. But it's good to have those relationships and, and be able to – Come out on Grand Final Day and beat them. Oh man, that is that is bro. I never I never knew that. Yeah. Wow. Wonder what they're saying. Yeah, once he's won it. Yeah. Well, they've got a pretty handy. What a start player. to a career, mind you. Yeah. Yeah, first year. I always felt to him, don't worry. It felt like it felt like it went that quick. Yeah. And it was like you almost walk in and you're like, oh, this is normal in a way. And you don't you don't take it for granted, mm. but it is something that you look back and you're like, wow, I did that in my first well, I year. You, and, you were saying last year when we were post grand final. Like we'd obviously lost, but mm. you would touch on how if we it would have felt like a lot different and yeah, oh, a lot more extra special. That's what I mean because yeah. you go through you the know what times. it's like. Yeah. Everyone knows what it's like. The, the ups and ups and downs, and <clears throat> I definitely think you have more downs than ups. Oh, 100 percent. Because <laughs> you the amount of stuff. Know, is there any ups? <laughs> <laughs> Some players don't have any exactly. ups. Mate. <laughs> well, you're right. You're right. So to feel that or to get that feeling in the in your first year of footy, yeah. and then to come down like we did in 17 and 18 and then start to build again and then make a grand final like last year it's, mm. would have been extra special to win that one last mm. year but hopefully we can do another yeah, one hopefully yeah soon. it's well put it's, well, it's funny because I remember when we were, I was at Frio we had I think it was Pav's last game maybe against you yeah, guys us, and we yeah. got up and we, had, we won four games for the that's year right, yeah. and then you guys go on and win, win the, flag. the flag and we're going that's what right. could have been boys yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> it was unbelievable yeah, you did after that. we beat the premiers yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all time though. it's bizarre man we won like three or four games for the year <laughs> we come out turn it on for Pav <laughs> and then you boys go on and win the flag, <laughs> the flag. and we're going how did this happen from the hard way too because your first final was was in Perth was in Perth again so we've done the double and the Giants was best premier of all time Yep. oh well there you go well while we're on it um now, Dunks, we've got some breaking news, but your mate, Jack White, just got a two-way contract yeah. to um, Denver Nuggets. Yeah, how good's that? How did, you've grown up with him? Yeah, I grew up with him. He's from Trelgan. <clears throat> so Yarram and Trelgan and Sale are all sort of in the similar area. And we played Latrobe Energy VJBL. Do you know what VJBL is? No. Is it the Victorian? Yeah, the Victorian basketball. Friday night. They come to the basketball where you come. Down on ranges and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, so they travel all the way. Yeah, so we used to travel <clears throat> together. Sunbury Jets in that one? Oh, I think so. They, they would be, be, yeah. Yep. yep. But there's everyone. Like, we used to travel to Melton. Yeah, like, it goes everywhere. everywhere. So from Sale, it's like three hours oh, to yeah. Melbourne, 9.40 yeah, game. 9.40 on game Friday. on a Friday night. Are you driving home after that? Playing under 16s at 9am the next morning. <laughs> oh. 
yeah, doing so a beep test in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, yeah, Whitey. So we actually played together, and then I watched him grow, and obviously he got went to Duke and was captain of that team, and How good. have been in touch with him. So it's great to see, you know, all the hard work these these put in pay off for him. Watched him grow, right? He's two centimeters at uh, two centimeters. He's two hundred, yeah, two meters. Massive, sorry. Yeah. So, but he he's he, always been that tall. No, nah, no, nah, he was like similar size to me, it's like one eighty. He just shot up. But he was nothing like he wasn't an outstanding player as a junior. He just pers- like persisted, it's brilliant. Put in the work, made all the academies and stuff. Obviously, because he was a jet, but he's just worked hard to get yeah. to where he is now, and it's great to see him get the reward. Yeah, There's been a few Aussies, which is good. Yeah, I know. There's heaps Most recently. We, you boys, we, well, I'm not gonna. I was gonna ask later. We'll go now. You get off season. You're gonna get over to the states and watch some NBA, NFL. Oh, uh, I want to. Yeah, same. I want to. <laughs> it's yeah. just hard. A little bit harder for me with Kimmy yeah. and Georgie, but. Like I want to. Kim wants to go to – so we want to go – we've been talking about going to Hawaii and, um, you know, having like a little family holiday. But then I was like, well, LA's only like <laughs> three or four hours away, whatever it may be, from Hawaii. So let's just go to LA, sneak a few games in. Yeah. Um, well, it would be cool I'd if love you got to. a mate. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to. But, yeah, I'll be watching nonetheless. Yeah, no, that's, that's brilliant. That's – um. I was going to ask you on the flip side is just because it's recent news. We don't talk too recent news here, but um, Pendles. He's just played his oh, 350th, right? Yeah, incredible. He's just had 29 and one. He He's just even his skin. He still looks young. Yeah, he's, he's He's ripped. He's jacked up. I, I'm going to put it out there, but do you think he could get 500? Well, if you really want to, I do think that, yeah. Do you reckon he could go 150 more? Oh, mate, if you, yeah, if you watch him play and the fact that like he, the thing is he plays at still multiple positions and you see, you tend to see when players tend to die out and their careers are coming to the end, they, they kind of get pigeonholed as a forward. I feel like it's a forward. They're just stuck in the forward line, let them finish their career, whatever it may be, retire. He literally plays, he can still play anywhere. Like Tay was missing on the weekend for the Pies. Obviously, Geordie's not in there at the moment. Uh, they needed a midfielder to go inside. Wet weather game as well. 35-year-old body, don't really want to bend over, get hit, bash and crash kind of thing. He's happy to do that. Goes in there, as you said, has 30. Massive part of them actually winning the game and, and being on an eight-game win streak. It's incredible. And the guy, it just doesn't surprise you by, obviously, I've played with him for five years, by watching the way that he goes about it, um, the way that he just prepares his body and, um, you know, gets ready for the game week in, week out. is just incredible. I mean, he's, uh, I always say he's, he's easily the best player that I've played with, um, with due respect to a few players that I've played with. Mm. Um, but his leadership stands out more than anything, and he's the best on-field coach player that I've ever, ever come across. And I, I'll, you know, I'll be, I'll be, uh, it'd be easy to say that there's probably never going to be someone like him come across the way that he is because he's just so bloody good. Mm. He spends half the time worrying about, you know, what's going on with the team than what he's actually going on with himself individually. That's just how good he is. You yeah. see him directing, and there might be a stoppage, and he's turning facing that way, telling where a defender to go or where a forward to go, and you just don't see anyone do that. That's mm. just how good mm. he is. Like a Tom Brady, just yeah. he just because he's so smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, literally like everything, Tom Brady everything slows down for him yeah. on field, and, you, and he's you, got you so did much a couple, time. Didn't you do a couple sessions with him before yeah. he got drafted? Yeah, so he was because he was from area. Sale. Oh, that's good. So yeah. I used to go up and train with him over Christmas in Sale, and mate, he was a machine. Mate, he's just incredible. Like What's, he could just run, and even in the gym and that. Like, is he still throwing weights around at ridiculous? From numbers? when, my, yeah, from my last, my last year was there. He was still the same. Like that's the thing. He doesn't drop off in anything. Like naturally, he might not be as strong as what he used to be, but he's still mm. maximizing as much as he can it's in amazing. anything that he does. It's incredible. If there was, um, if there was one thing that you learnt from him that you might have applied to your game, what do you reckon it was? Mine wouldn't been. Well, there'd be a lot. There'd be more than one. There'd probably, be a yeah. lot in terms of how you play, but. In terms of our strengths and our attributes, we're actually 
probably polar opposite because uh, he doesn't really have the speed breakaway power. He's real crafty the way he is around the ball. Mine is probably more off field the way that he looks looked after his body and cared about his body earlier. I mean, it's only taken, and I'm still he'd be he'd be the first to say this about me, but I'm still obsessive with my training and especially in the off season. And it's hard for me to have a break mentally, have a break because I just always want to be fit and strong and powerful. And to be quite honest, the last this last off season's gone by has probably was probably the least amount that I did. I still did probably more than most people, but it was the least that I did in terms of what I used to do. And I'd learned that a lot from Pendles because early days he was the same, but around the age of 25, 26, he used to say that you just got to look after your body. Like the more time you spend on your body, whether it's, you know, I'm a big believer in doing saunas and hot colds and um, recovery boots, whatever it may be. And, and I'm real diligent with it, doing it most days. That's from him because he spoke about, you know, when he was 25, 26, that's all he focused on. So he would more so focus on 80% of, of looking after his body, the recovery side of things, and the 20%, and this is throughout the year, is his performance side and, and what he might get out on the training track. Because let's be honest, when you're 28, 29, physically, you're probably not going to get much mm. better when, with your training. The recovery side of things, you will. And you see, you know, the players that retire around the age of 27, 28, 29, 30, Barring a, a significant injury that they've had, a lot of the times their body just can't handle anymore because those early years, the body wasn't looked after, wasn't spent, um, you know, worrying about the recovery side. So that's probably been the main thing. Yeah. It's, it's amazing because he's, you know, he's do done this before the time. Yeah. You know, now everyone knows Literally what to before do, his but time. he's been doing it for years. And I, and I heard stories. Country boy as well, you know. <laughs> I heard stories about how early, and this was his early, he started in 2005, six. That was when leg weights weren't around. Everyone used to just do upper body weights, bench press, mm. beach weights. He used to go off site and, and do his own leg weights yeah, and, right. and and spend time focusing on that and have a have a dedicated day to doing that. You know what I mean? Like people don't do that. Ultimate pro. Ultimate. Absolute ultimate pro. Just on that, off here, what does he like does he study all this stuff? Like the body. I think and, business oh, in terms of well, yeah, his body. And also I actually what don't, know. He, don't I, know. I think I reckon he would because you know, I'm, I know that you, you look at you just look at him and physically how he looks. He looks. <laughs> yeah, you can't be that genetically gifted to be look, looking nah. like that. I mean, like, I, I, yes, I remember I did that. ask him once, like, "What diet do you follow?" He goes, "I don't follow a diet. I just eat well." Like, as in, mm. he'd be portion I don't size, mate. portion size, don't yeah, well, don't overeat. Probably doesn't afford <laughs> him. Probably yeah, yeah. I, remember, I remember, I remember him saying his um, one of his cheat meals was like sushi or something. Cheat meal. Yeah, and we all was like. Sushi. <laughs> I don't think he remembers. I don't think he would remember me um, asking him that. But he said something like sushi, and I'm thinking sushi. Wow, uh, people have that like we yeah, have that regularly. That's, their main, that's, their, that's <laughs> yeah. a healthy meal. Yeah, that's a bit of rice, bit of carb, brown rice, mate. Yeah. Good chicken, but that's gold. I reckon he would, but yeah, he's incredible, mate. He, but um, yeah, I could probably see him playing another 150 games. I, 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 was, I was thinking about. It. I was going to say 450. I'm like, I think 500 could be the yeah. stretch target. <laughs> Even if you play him in like a back pocket. He would just anyway, direct the whole anyway, team. Anyway. It's like Hodgie. Like Hodgie was really good yeah. when he went to Brisbane. Yep. He had the influence on that group, and now all the, their defenders are really up there and playing good footy. Yeah. Pendles would be able to have that effect for years. Especially I'm, with them winning. It's yeah. like, oh, now that we're yep. winning, actually, I'll hang around a bit long. Because if you're losing, it's like, oh, we'll, I'll move on. Yeah. If you're winning, why yep. would you? Yep. He's the loudest player I've ever heard on the field. Like every time you play against Collingwood, you just hear him. He's directing everyone. He's directing forwards from the back line. Like the midfield's all set up around him. It's amazing. He just does it all. Mm. A coach's I've never, dream. Never seen mate. anything like Literally. it. Last question is about Pendles. Is what do you think he does that no one else does? If there is anything. Oh, I, well, I touched on the leg weights side of things. I, th I actually don't know, but there would be something. It'd be yeah. something with his recovery. I think that, like, he literally has his body has not changed 
from when I first got there in 2016 to looking at him now, he, he's literally the same. Mm. And you see people fluctuate. Like I, I use myself as an example. I was 90 kilos my last year at Collingwood and I've played my last two years at 83. He's literally been the same and his output has been the exact same. And there's clearly something to that. I, I, feel like I, he's think, got- I think mentally something, because the fact that he still has the motivation and whatnot to, to achieve what he wants to achieve at the age of 30, I think he's 35. Mm. Yeah. I, mean, I think he's got a really well-balanced life. Like, he's just yeah. figured it out. He's happy. Everything Mentally, that he physically. does, he knows what he has to do at this point in time. Yeah. He just knows yeah. everything. Incredible. No, nah, it's incredible. And I don't know, panels, but well done. 350 is just incredible. But not not only to play 350, but yeah. to chop up and dominate. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. One of the best on the ground. He is. Now, let's go to the bromance, boys. <laughs> all right? We all know you've come from the Pies and the Giants and, you know, you're at the Dogs and you're a bit, you know, there was three years between you boys, maybe four. No, you're an, I'm, I'm a 93. Four. Four. Yeah, four. You've come to the Dogs. Where's the bromance started? How does, how, is there anyone out there that doesn't know these two? It is borderline a relationship. <laughs> you know, it's almost like if you didn't have Some girlfriends, say. I'd say this could be a couple, yeah. right? Yeah. No, he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. I don't see him anymore. Yeah. I've heard that. We're going to bring that up. Yeah. I've heard that when your missus is in town, it's like you, you don't answer the phone. He's got the, That's bullshit. Your collar around the neck. The old bit whipped, on you? <laughs> did you say that? No, so he's got no comment. Oh, he's going to get oh. in trouble for this, is he? Say anything. Gee, no, we'll just blame Crossy. 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 Throw Crossy under the bus. Throw Crossy under the bus. But where did the romance start? I personally think it started straight away. Yeah. Like we yeah. we caught up um, a couple of days after the trade period when he got traded and um, just laid it all out there and understood each other and figured out that we were so similar that day, I reckon. Crosby was there, actually. Mm. We all sat down and had lunch and we just had all these things that sort of lined up. Kim was moving to Queensland, playing with my sister and obviously Tipper at the time. And, yeah, it just stars aligned. And straight away we got off on the, the right foot, didn't we? Well, that, yeah, that's literally it. It's amazing yeah. how much, you know, how many similarities there are just yeah. straight from the start. Yeah, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Yep. Well, I remember messaging him when the trade went through. For me, that was, mm. and I messaged you that night pretty much just, I don't even remember what I said. I just said something like, I'm, I'm glad you're staying. Like, and then we just organized the catch up. And then, as I said, it wasn't, it was nothing forced. That's probably the beauty of it. You, the last thing you want to do is force something. Mm. And naturally, I'm a pretty private person. I, um, yeah, like I'm, I keep to myself quite a bit and, um, for me to actually have have had that blossom and kind of you know not be forced was, was something that was easy for me to to have and um, it helped my transition from Collingwood to the to the border, especially through a rough period in my in my life at the time because obviously I didn't want to leave Collingwood at the time. So mm. um, yeah, I'm very grateful. Yeah, it is. It's like we knew each other before. Yeah, well, you got the respect as well, the mutual respect, and then you come in and you've obviously you know. Spoken about what's going on. Yeah. As, as I said, so many similarities, which is what I've which I've written down. Like to have both partners played professionally crazy, in eh? the netball industry. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like there'd be a lot of conversations about the girls when they're not here. Like it's amazing how many things that you can talk about. You two. Yeah, absolutely. We we lean on each other at times. Yeah. Like living away from our partners is obviously tough. And I don't know, like he's he does it obviously with Georgie as well. He's got mm. a young one. So I always ask him questions about little things and he gives me feedback and it's great. It's nice to be able to do that and, and relate in those ways. I was going to say, what is your tips for long distance relationship? People do it. So, I mean, you're doing it hard, as hard as anyone. You've got mm. your beautiful girl up there. Yep. What's the best tip you've got out there for, for long distance relationships? Well, I think, I think it keeps it – I've been with Kim now for oh, we're five and a half years now and I, it keeps it exciting. Like, not that, not that 
you know, not that um, being together or living together doesn't. Mm. It's just being away from each other. What There's a, the saying about something about the heart. I don't know what the saying is, but it's like it just keeps the relationship exciting. It When you get to see each other, you cherish it. Mm. Um, you know, we see last year, 2000, what was last year, 221. I reckon I've seen her maybe four times throughout the year because of COVID. Um, oh, yeah. And it was just ridiculous. So when, you know, Christmas time last year came, because that was when Queensland opened their borders and we were able to see each other, like it's it's almost like she's just like a new girlfriend. Like, yeah. Know, <laughs> that the honeymoon of, stage. Yeah, without yeah. going into too much detail, but the whole honeymoon stage of... That's, it's probably of, the worst thing, like, when you, like, catch up. Yeah. Everyone at the club's like, oh, are you seeing each other again? Yeah, it's like, you know, that, that's a great it's point. It's like exactly. you haven't seen... You obviously haven't seen each other yeah. for ages, yeah, but yeah, you've yeah. been together for a long yeah. time. Yeah. But then everyone's like, oh... It's like you, you got a new girlfriend. I was like, yeah. mate, I've been with her for, you know, we're engaged, we're planning wedding and we've got a daughter. Like, it's not like one new girlfriend. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't see <laughs> her, but it's- Because uh, they it, don't see her around the club Exactly. And all that. But no, it just keeps it, for me, it keeps, um, it keeps the relationship like exciting, fresh. Um, but I'd, ra- I'd much rather her be living with me. But also in terms of, um, you know, her career and her ambitions and what she wants to achieve in, in her own life, that's, I've got to think about that stuff. And mm. she's clearly an elite athlete as well. And um, the reality was for her, she was never going to play, you know, post being at the Pies for the netball team, she was never going to play in Victoria again. And it was either, you know, pretty much retire at the age of 28 or go and play for the team that you love, which was the Queensland Firebirds. And that's what she chose to do. And, you know, the, the conversations that we had over like, would have been like a six-month period when we were in the first hub that we had over in, in um, Queensland when yeah. I was at the Pies. It went about, you know, it was six months worth of conversations about, you know, pros and cons, you living away, Georgie, this and that. And then we just kind of figured it out and was like, you know, you go do your thing. Like, I'll support you from afar. She'll support me from afar. Yeah. We didn't anticipate COVID to be around for another year, but um, it's worked out. And I'm, I'm as proud as her I've ever been because she's gone out and, and last year was was her best year of netball she's had. This year, she's captain of the, of the Queensland Firebirds. She's still playing great netball. Um, she loves – she messaged me before like, this past week saying, I just love living up here, love being up here in Queensland. Thank you for letting me do that. Like, And when she says that stuff to me, like, I – you know, that's gold for me. You know, yeah. I appreciate that she lets me be here and do my thing, vice versa for her. So it's all for the bigger, it's all for the greater cause for, for our family, for Georgie. She gets to witness both of us play at the elite level. Um, it'd be pretty cool to look back on in, you know, 10, 20 years time and say, how cool was that, that time in our life when you're up in Queensland dominating? I was here being a, being a battler for the boys. <laughs> oh, don't be like that, man. I got your stats. I got your stats right here, actually. Oh, you are averaging 26.6 disposals, I think, this year. So I don't think, yeah, I don't think, I don't, I don't even think I had that in one game, mate. So don't you dare, don't you dare come out and say you're a battler, mate. That's no, well said, though. And no. a big shout out to all the women out there yeah, that yeah. can have a kid and then go yep. back and, oh, and play any level of sport, yep. yet alone the, the top level. Yeah, so, yeah, yep. yeah, to Kimmy, big shout out. Yeah, she's a star. Um, and how, how are the t- how are the girls going up there? Yeah, they're good. So they're finished. Their season was done, oh, how long ago now? Like a month? Yeah, five weeks. As you can yeah. tell, I don't really look into the no, netball. I, I, I wasn't sure yeah. the season was still going. So, yeah, so they've got the – typically their season would go almost as long as ours. It's just because mm. the, uh, the the Commonwealth Games are on the end of the month, actually. It's on in yeah, about soon. eight days. Yep. Um, right, they yeah, had to condense their season into like a really small one. Um so they much went March, say, to, st- March to end of June. Yeah. Start of July. So, yeah. So typically they would go, they usually start around end of April, early May. It yeah. matches up with the footy. Go to, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's so 
it's kind of been condensed a bit, but yeah, they're going yeah, well. Like Georgie's, good. they're coming down tomorrow, and oh wow, yeah, she comes down. As I said, she loves Queensland, and she's not a big fan of Melbourne. She doesn't like the cold weather, and she, she never really hey, liked I Melbourne. I don't, I don't blame her. It's <laughs> yeah. freezing down here. Yeah. <laughs> so she's um, yeah, so she comes down for like five days, like every two weeks or so, and. Yeah, mate, she's going well. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah, good she's balance. Good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. What about you, mate? How do you go with the long distance? Yeah, I mean, like I said before, having ads and his experience helps. Um, Tipper obviously moved from Queensland to Adelaide last year, and it's probably easier because it's a little bit closer on the flights with with, with the flights and oh, stuff it's like the that. Corner. Yeah, it's literally forty five minutes up and down. So we've uh, managed it pretty well. As same as Adam said, like I think the we both understand each other and what we want to do and know that you know we obviously care for each other and want to be together so if that wasn't the case then it wouldn't be happening so mm. it's just a it's a good thing to be able to do and um we cherish the moments when we, that we have together and hopefully we can you know in a few years time be living together again it is good and and as um a little birdie told me is it true that you do turn your phone off when she's in town or is that is, is that a bit of mayo yeah. is that a bit of mayo or <laughs> no nah, well i think i'll ask you you think that what I do, do that? Like, do you get it so, sometimes? Hang on, hang on. Oh, this guy's the hardest person to organise shit with. Oh, really? So in the relationship, you get, he's, he's always hard. got something on, and he thinks that I'm burning him. I'm so surprised <laughs> by this. I don't have anything on. Oh. Hey, you what know what I've got here? Because I feel to go on me for you two. Really? I literally like a married couple, right? People, if they don't know you two, they will now. You two are just inseparable. I want to know if you boys have ever had a Barney. Like, have you ever had a fight where it's like, what's the biggest argument no, he, you boys he, have? Thinks, I always thinks he gets angry at me. He thinks that. So <laughs> there's days. So like nearly every day we walk out of the club and we always say goodbye to each other. There's days where he's walked out and just said nothing, and hey, I'm like, "Oh shit!" Hard, playing hard to I get. I'd say ninety-eight percent of the time, it's I'll ring him straight away. No, but ninety-eight percent of the time, it's I'll oh, see you, mate. Like, have a good night, whatever it may be. So there's. And there's been a lot of days in the last two years. So you, you're really nitpicking here at oh, maybe two or three days. No way. It's been more <laughs> yeah, than that. There was one day of training. There was one, and there's a picture of it. You're probably about to get the picture. It was one of my first. He had like, the shits. Like, he just had the shits, and I knew it straight away. So I walked past him, gave him, put my See, hand out for a high five. He gave me nothing. <laughs> I hate that. I don't remember that. <laughs> yes. Oh, he's remember? I've got remember. the picture. I actually don't remember he's that. I've it. got the picture. No, I know the picture. We were doing tech skills. Yeah, it was tech day. Yeah. And yeah, but there's a picture of me walking past you, like trying to high five, and you just giving me absolutely. Yeah, nothing. You're going for the slut, oh, man. You can't that hand. <laughs> yeah, that see, is see, nothing. I don't, worse. I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah, that happens all the time. So when not with us too, when you're out on the ground and you do the slut, oh, yeah, no slut, you just go like yeah, that to yourself. Yeah. But no, I actually don't remember the the high five. I, I put my hand out. There's a picture of it. Oh, I don't remember that. That's brilliant. So but he, he always cracks the shits with me. I've never. Yeah, stop the saying with you I'll never get angry at you no. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll ring him I'll be like what's wrong like is there something no, wrong when do I get angry at you and he'll be like trust me I'll never get angry at you it's just everything exactly <laughs> other shit but other he shit. makes me feel bad so that's, him. That's, like, that's, that's a reflection of him not me <laughs> this is crap <laughs> that's a reflection of him not if me that's the worst though that's a pretty healthy relationship no, we you've never had a Barney you two nah not one no, thing that comes to mind when you're really pissed off for even a, a day or two nah I don't reckon no. When it happens, I can't Have wait. Have you been pissed off with me? No. No. Oh, there no. you go. All right, we're going to go something positive here. So you, you can't talk at the moment. Only as you can talk right now. What is Dunks' best trait? You only get to pick one. Uh, Number one best trait. I would say... <laughs> what are you looking at my hair for? No, I was looking... <laughs> I wasn't physically... Hair. Are we talking physically? Oh, best no, I'm close to this He's just checked me out head to toe. <laughs> oh, he's had a scan. <laughs> maybe his blue eyes and his... No, I would oh, say... Um, I'd anything. probably say his loyalty 
towards his family. It's a great trait. That's probably my, that's what I see. And that includes his friends, his close friends, his dear friends. Although he has a lot of friends, he's probably the greatest networker I've met he's with good Mason networker. Cox. These two are the, him and Cox are the two best networkers I've ever come across. He definitely is, but I'd say his loyalty, yeah. He's uh, very loyal, very, very loyal to his family and friends. Well said. Let's flip it. What's the one thing that annoys you the most about Tunks? He can't, he can't talk. Okay, he was, he's going to get the rebuttal You know, soon. this is funny, as because I've actually never said this to him, but I hear it all the time. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Hang on, exclusive. Yeah, no, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's just an – I can't – He's just hilarious. <laughs> bit oh, of feedback here coming I reckon up. I might know. No, you, you'll have no idea. Okay, okay, okay. Because it's just something that I just deal with. I'm just like, whatever. Because I have lunch with him every single day. I can't stand like <laughs> old people eat, like that noise. And I do that. When he, when he drinks his water bottle or swallows, like he's the, he sounds like a horse when he swallows. <laughs> really? Yes. Some direct feedback here. Yes. Every single day. Like yesterday in the car when you, when you have your coffee or when you sit next to me, because we sit next to each other in the meetings and he has his water bottle there, he's the loudest swallower I've ever heard. It sounds, sounds like, a, I would love to ask Tipper what she thinks of this because he sounds like, sounds like a horse. The guzzler. I'd like to know. I'd like to know. You got to try to get that on. So film if that if that is if that's the worst thing about him, oh, then he's doing yeah. a good job. Yeah, and then, and you're shocked right now. You can't believe you can talk now. Yeah, I actually can't believe that. <laughs> it's not that bad. I've never even you thought about it. He hasn't told you exactly. that. Yes. that bad. Like this is a flaw, and normally your best mate would tell you. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. I cross my I cross my heart. Yesterday when we were sitting in the car, because we why just, didn't you say something? I was going to, and I was like, oh, that's no, nothing. <laughs> Because it sucks. Oh. <laughs> Mate, everyone I, in the world could think I they could. I swear on my life, I was going to say. No, but it's not, you can't control hey, it. You're, it's just, it's a, you're just, a loud swallower. I just like. It's just the one thing that annoys you. I know what you mean. I can like sometimes go like. Like. It's just that bit. But, mate, if, if I was sitting next to you and you were doing it, it'd be annoying to me. It's just maybe because I'm sitting, with him all, sitting next to him yeah. all the time and I hear so you. what happens when you're around each other all the time. Okay, you've had your chance. Now we get to flip Here it. we go. This we start be... positive. We always start positive at Tommy Talks. What is the best trait for well, Atsy? <laughs> Are you going to check me out first? Yeah. <laughs> Give him a scan. <laughs> I think we're um, pretty similar, but I would say he's care. Like, he, he cares about everyone that is close to him and well, everyone that he knows, really, and he's got time to do anything for anyone and he'll go out of his way to do that. So I think that's one of his best traits, like family, friends, just everyone that he knows. He will literally, if it's 2 a.m. and you need to be picked up on the side of the road, he'll be there. It's like he'll train. literally drop everything and, and help you out. Love that's that. That's a nice one for that. Cheers, mate. We love that. Nice to hear some yeah. feedback. <laughs> now let's rip him in half. <laughs> All right. His okay. worst trait by far. Do I know this? Yeah, you would. Oh, so he knows it. Yeah, you would. He's, he's the hardest bloke to organize stuff with. Oh, the busy man. Like, yeah, fair. Logistical nightmare. Communication, like, pretty good, but just he'll always have something pop up. Yeah, always. Like the late pullout job? Yes. Or, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Oh, plenty wow. of times. We've organized podcasts, like, for our pod. And there's t- days where he's been like, oh, I can't do it. And it's like an hour before the pod. And I'm like, <laughs> I've organized our producers and starting to come down there in Ballarat. The integrity questionable. This is, that's probably his worst. <laughs> his love is that's my worst just, So that, I reckon that goes into my positiveness where I say yes, I want to please everyone. I say yes to everything. Yeah. I get to the day and I've got four things booked and I'm like, wow. Double booked, yeah. Triple, quadruple. Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. So, so I don't have a diary. It's not the... Sw- I know Swallowing, it's more just his organisation. <laughs> we've, gu- we've got the guzzler and the just poor organiser. Yeah, the guzzler. <laughs> the guzzler. <laughs> that's who we should call you, the guzzler. <laughs> uh, that is brilliant. <laughs> quick quick fire here. Who's a better cook? Me by far. No, I actually think I am. He's just never 
He, I actually think I am. He's never cooked for me. Have you done a cook yeah, off? Because he never come to my house no. for dinner. We so should do, do a cook that. off, and yeah. then you hide. You don't let anyone know what you're no, eating. No, I, I think no, no, I, I think it should be the same dish. You just got to cook it. So if yep. it's a spag bowl, we both cook it. Who has a who has a better? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's perfect. Yeah. Tell you who's a great cook. Another shout out to Cam Zerha. He's just you know you come great on cook. The, boys. If you come on this podcast, you go out and play food in the weekend. You'll kick five. Well, that's what the trend is. So <laughs> just let you know you're in the good luck. I'd kick five and good luck van here. But yeah, Cam Zerha's cooking. Unreal. The Bulls cooking. Go on Instagram. Again, I'm going to remind people, go to Bulls cooking page. It's unbelievable. He's got a cooking page. He's got a cooking page. Oh, wow. And That's it's not cool. just a cooking page. It's like, <laughs> if, if a, you know, a five-star bloody Michelin star restaurant in the in Melbourne here, in the CBD, social media, they, you'd think that's it. It's, <laughs> it does everything. Really? really? He's unbelievable. I reckon <laughs> he's cooked. I reckon he's cooked like... Five different meals, five days in a row since I've started following, since we did the potty. And I'm just like, mate, this is- When he does it, does he do it? Does he follow a recipe or does he just wing it? I'm not sure, but I think he's from a cooking background. Yeah, um, so he must just, I reckon he would just wing it. Yeah, I reckon he can just flavors. wing it at the moment and, and maybe tries new recipes. He's yeah, just right. so good at it. Yeah. Dunks is a good cook. So I just think- I, he's So when you two can play- you know, He is a good cook. He's, he cooks some great meals. Who's smarter out of you two? I think I am. <laughs> what are we, what are we Honest, talking? Honestly, street smart or book smart? Uh, we'll go straight smart to start. No, it'd be him straight smart. Yeah. Okay. Like so these are just. You're book smart. I definitely think I'm smarter. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's two book smart. Yeah. I will agree. And uh, who's more whipped when the missus is around? <laughs> him. Oh, well, truly. Well and truly. I actually no cannot balance. believe this. Yeah. So no, no, no. Let's, let's ask a question. Who leaves training early when the girl is in town? Do I ever leave training early? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yes, well, add this next no, up, I it. don't. Yeah, he just sneaks out. And Hang on. No, I don't. <laughs> I'm, there, I'm left with all the explanations to all the boys. Where's Adam? Where's Adam? Where's Adam? That's not true. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> Mate, you're well and truly. It's nah. okay. Bevo's, Bevo's listening. Hang on. I don't leave training burning. early for this. Hang on. It has nothing to do with who leaves training early and who doesn't leave training. So what, so what does it come down to then? I, I, just, I just think you're more whipped. But what, how? That's not a bad thing. No, but how? I want to know how. <laughs> Why? How am I more whipped? Because you leave training and you. Because it takes me an hour to get home. It takes me an hour to get <laughs> no, home. No, it too. doesn't. Oh, this is great. <laughs> no, it doesn't. So who is more whipped? I think he's. Well, I'm not. Uh, no way. I love Absolutely the, I no love way. I love sneaking out of no, training. That is no bloody way. <laughs> There's a little another excuse. <laughs> no way. I'm going home to do a sauna. I do some more weights at home. No way. Yes, Good. I Sometimes am. Sometimes this doesn't even come in. <laughs> that is fucking funny. That is so funny. Plays a family card. <laughs> I heard um, I heard a stat the other day. You two, you do, you two wax on the field very well. You just look for each other. Uh, Apparently, it's an actual. This stat. is another one-way street. <laughs> I give it to him. Oh, so it's not. It's a, so it's a court. <laughs> it's not. It's not a two-way street. For every, I'm going to say for every four, I give him. He gives me one. Oh wow! I don't believe. I want to start watching because I haven't. I haven't picked this up. I told a mate that you were coming on. They go, "Have you seen the start of them two boys? They kick it to each other all the time." And I go, "Oh, it wouldn't surprise me." But you know, the midfield you guys have, you flick it around everyone. Yeah. But you reckon it's. Four to one four ratio. hundred percent. My, my explanation of that is- Is that because he handballs and you kick? Exactly. And yeah. I'm, he can't keep up with my running. So if he gives it to me, <laughs> if he gives it up, if he gives it to me, I'm not going to stop, prop, turn around and give it back to him. Yeah, you're already out. Usually I'm getting it on the fly. <laughs> How many goals do you reckon I've given him? Oh. There is a bit of chemistry inside Ford. Well, let's be honest. Through. Let's be honest. <laughs> you know what? And it pissed me off a couple weeks ago in Brisbane. He could have hit me up skinny. Didn't. Look, look long. Was this? Didn't lower the eyes. You had a shot. In I Brisbane, remember. remember? Yeah, you do. No, I don't remember. You were 50, 50 out, and I was like giving you the little point, queuing it in. 
And then remember you said you, you were on your back set when I hit up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I That's couldn't so hit that. Funny, but if that was me, I'd still try and hit it. <laughs> that is so funny. But I don't I think I don't think that you don't you don't have a second where you look at me and go, Oh, that's as you're gonna give it to him. If it was Bont running past you or if it was Nada, you'd do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that it's me. It's just I this is how I put it. I feel like I know his game inside and out and I know when he's gonna give the footy. So I get to the spots where he gives me the ball. Chemistry, high. That's what I think. I don't think I <laughs> but don't you think if you give it to him four times for one back, then yeah. he'd give it to you more. Well yeah. then I reckon that's a reflection of no, him. You're right. I reckon like, you know, inside forty five or something. Just a little lower the eyes. <laughs> yeah. I reckon it's a reflection of Who's him not knowing my game. Out of us two? Yeah. 100% me. Well, do, you mean, do you mean direct to each other? Just direct to each other. So oh, it'd be him. Mate, it'd be 10 to 0. I don't reckon you'd give me a goal. Have but, you given me a goal? But let's be honest. I want to say, if, there's a, if you guys can, you've got, you got a few more games to go, and a lot of important yeah, yeah, ones, goal if yeah, there's a goal year. assist, if there's a goal assist, oh, is yeah. it like a celebration that oh, we can have? Oh, we always Every goal that we each, like we each kick, yeah. we're the first person to each other. I've heard unless, that. I've heard that. the other one's on the bench. Bench. You'd hate that. You'd be looking a bit lost. <laughs> and you know you know what's funny? We talk about getting to each other all the time. When there was a, like, he was always like, oh, if there's a fight and you're in a fight, I'm going to get over there and help you out. I had a little um, scuffle Robbo. with Robbo. Yeah. Mitch Robinson <laughs> in Ballarat bench. last year. Right he was on, on the bench. bench. <laughs> and we were like 20 metres away. Oh, I just, mate. As I got up, I could see him standing there just <laughs> fuming. Oh, <laughs> just fuming. <laughs> I was on the bench. I wanted to jump on. I couldn't. It was so shit. That's great. Robbo would we'd go hard, Robbo, as yeah. well. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. He'd have a good laugh. I've heard that when you boys kick goals, your GPS started goes right up because you sprint to each other. Max (laughs) speed, tick. You've got to cherish those times, mate. That's brilliant. No, I love it. You boys are having great years and, you know, I don't talk too much footy, but I've been following you guys and um, you have been kicking goals, like you said. You said at the start of the year that you want to kick more goals and you're playing a little bit more forward as well. Mm. I mean, there's so many mids. Is that why you you just share up there or without sharing any IP, but you do spend a bit of time up there, don't you? Yeah, it varies on the midfielder and... Um, I think myself and Bonty have probably been down there a little bit more because of our height and aerial ability, like we were talking about yeah. earlier. So that's why I probably found myself more forward compared to, you know, well, he's playing halfback. You're halfback now, yeah. That kills the goal kicking. Yeah. Well, well, on the weekend. Had, I, had, I had two shots on the weekend, had two shots the week before. Halfbacks are getting into the game. Attacking halfback. That's pretty much what the role is <laughs> yeah. for most teams, not just me. No, no. Yeah, Most get teams him, go. Like, mate, that's the just same. the way the, the game's changed. Are you enjoying halfback? I enjoy it, yeah. Do you miss the midfield? I do. I do, but it's a no, it's nice to have a different perspective. Like I I like to think that I'm able to use my leadership and my voice a little bit more. This is talking footy, but mm. as a halfback, because you can see the whole yeah. field. And it's it's a really important position for us. The only thing that's got to keep wrapping my head around is when the ball's in live play that I'm actually a halfback, that I'm not a midfielder. <laughs> tend, you can tend to track and get ball lost. So yeah. it's nice. It's nice. Yeah, it is. It is, diff- it is a different position. You do have to defend first. You do. But once the ball hits well, the deck, you're as off. A, as a halfback, <laughs> not really. Not really. Teams, <laughs> teams, <laughs> no teams get, the winger, get the winger to that. Teams, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm going loose. Slide, mate. Slide. Teams yeah. just send, uh, send um, forwards into the stoppage. Yeah. Although he was laughing at me on, on the weekend after the game because I took a couple intercept marks. And he's like, where's this? You said I took one on the weekend. You were like, I laughed. He laughed. In the game. I was just right there. And I started yeah. laughing. And it wasn't, took, it wasn't like a... car phrases. It was a genuine... It wasn't a genuine pack mark, but there was a pack there, wasn't there? Yeah, there was. Did it go down? Is contested. And I, slid a cr- I don't know. I reckon it would have. That's great. I don't yeah. think I, it's funny because it was one of those ones where it was like four sets of hands. And I remember like I was kind of like front position, but it came off the guy's hands first in front of me. But then I grabbed it the second time and, and I was thinking in my head, I hope he pays this a mark because I reckon I've marked that and he paid it a mark. So I was like, oh, thankful. That's <laughs> and I knew good. laugh at me. I'm going to be watching that closely. <laughs> um, now, this is why today I wanted to, everyone already knows about this, but the podcast, boys. 
on and off podcast. It's booming. You're doing such a great job. I was meant to look at some quick stats, but I reckon you got more subscribers almost than the actual Doggies Footy Club. That's how well you're going on Do YouTube. Really? On YouTube. On YouTube. Oh, right, right. Because um, you can see that. You would know that, wouldn't you? It's, um, it's, you're doing well. And not only the podcast, I'll, I'll talk about Crosby's one in a second, but <laughs> the, uh, the, the vlogs and that, they're, they're really good for young people to watch. Yeah. you enjoying doing them? Yeah, we oh, are. I think yeah. we always, well, last year we were already talking about it and then COVID hit. So to get the podcast going, but now the YouTube vlogging stuff is, I don't know, people love it. And people love watching things these days and yeah. probably don't leave their house as much, but they're watching little mm. things on YouTube and stuff. So it's been nice to be able to give people a little insight into what we do. We probably want to do more of it. It's just hard it's to organize. Hard. You are right. It is very hard to organize. And then what Especially to do? with this bloke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is true. It is so, very hard to organize. <laughs> you need to be together when you do it. Yeah. It and is, but it's well done. Like, you got a guy that's helping you out. Yeah. There's a couple boys. So there's Rich what, and Jacko. So one awesome. goes to each other's house on the same day if you were to do a yeah, game day yep, vlog. Yep. We've done game day one like that. And we did another one. Day off. Day off, that's right. <clears throat> but we want to be able to get access to inside the club as well, yeah. which is hard with that's COVID hard because, one, yeah. you know, oh. you can't just have them follow you around all day. They've got to do a test. But yeah. Are the club be allowing that? They don't mind it? No, nah, well, yeah, it's pretty good. It's hard because you've got to have certain numbers in rooms yeah. and shit I, like I, that. I, so. I like the, the idea of like, Mic'd up at training or mic'd up oh, in man, a game. Oh, man, I'm massive like, on that. And you know, I NFL, think that would be awesome. Man, how good is it when they've got yeah. JJ Watt, you know, like whatever, yeah, just yeah, yeah. mic'd up. And I, I think, think it's awesome, yeah. NFL films, like, I reckon it's, I don't know why, I think, who was doing it the other week? They mic'd up Jack Rewalt. That's right. It was, that was awesome. It was yeah, awesome. it was awesome. But he hardly spoke. Yeah. Like imagine, and I've, they probably clipped out all they the IP because the the club. But yeah, imagine, yeah. you know, like it just would be Penal- so yeah. good. Imagine oh. Penelbury, for example. You say oh, he's leading incredible. everyone. Imagine yep. it's just that's what AFL needs to get to the point where it's like yeah. we sharing is fine. Like yeah. it's one thing saying it; it's yeah. hard to do it. So just well, share really, it. really, is a team going to be like? Oh, he said they're going to send a forward up. So teams know this. Oh, like, everyone knows it. We know how teams that's play. The thing. Why, do they hide, why, do, why do we hide so yeah, much? Like, I you know, know. The, the thing is the lineups. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. who gives it? Like, you know what you got. Yep. It's us for you. Yep. Let the world know and let's go. We've but got, we're so we've secretive got 500 still. scouters out there and, and um, game opposition analysis. As we know how teams play. Yeah. You've got these blokes that train and getting paid <laughs> yeah. to put binoculars on and all boys are playing the wrong position. <laughs> yeah. It's like the boys aren't even trained to play now. They're hiding from their exactly. strategy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. They, they warm up with a different line group or whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah, it's yep. it is. But fun. no, enjoying it. I I love the fact that, and you you would feel the same. The amount of people that ask us, oh, when's the next episode coming mm. out? Or it's just mind blowing. We've probably, actually we've had a couple of weeks off because it's been yeah, I saw that really hectic. Like we we're going to do this a couple of weeks ago, but Thursday Friday night games have been hard. Yeah, mm. yeah, you've had some early games in yep. the week. Yeah, yep. so we're actually we're doing one on Thursday. Yeah, any sneak? Well, this will be out Wednesday night. When who you got? Coming up. Well, we're actually got the girls coming on. Oh, beautiful. Kim and Tippo, yeah. Yep. That's good. Because I don't think anyone's ever really got the insight from no, their perspective no. and vice versa. Yep. Well, that'll be an experience. Yeah, so we're, we're excited yeah. about it. What's the, what, what, you know, how are you going to do it? Well, we don't. We don't, really, we don't we don't we don't have preparation. Yeah. I, oh. I struggle with prep sometimes. Yeah. Like I, I like you know, you can see I'm looking sometimes I like to go rogue. Yep. Yeah. But then sometimes it is good to have a couple of segments. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think going rogue is good. Yeah. As long well, as everyone knows yeah, they're we ready yeah. to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well we don't we don't write anything down. We no. did at the start a little bit yeah. just to like steer us in the right direction. Yep. But mm. as soon as we got guests on, it was just like, Oh well, let's just have a chat. Yeah. Let's just sit here and, and talk. I find, and, I find that when more natural, both more natural when we're like that. Yeah. Instead of feeling like it's like oh shit. 
sometimes like a one-on-one you need to. Yeah. It's more this is your life type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is, you know, you because you talk a fair bit, it's yeah. like where do you angle it? Yeah, and everyone's yeah. heard a few of the stories. Mm. But sometimes going rogue is so much more yeah. fun. So like, that, cro- cro- especially got Crozzy yeah, telling a few American stories. Mate, he yeah. was so good. Crozzy's, everyone wants a volume two. Oh, Everyone's yeah. like, Everyone wants a volume two. It's so funny. <laughs> we sort of touched on a couple of stories late that he didn't get to set the scene. And, you know, it was a rainy day, 13 degrees and... 4.55 p.m. New York City. He's like, well, 48th Street. I love this Shaquille O'Neal story. He's like, oh. I've watched it a thousand bullshit. You watched it about a million. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when he come back to Frio and he was telling those stories. About that, yeah. Oh, because we were all watching it on the, I think it was on TNT. It was. Like it, was it was. Yeah. It was. So I have a shout out to Hayden Crows. They were like, hey, the fuck is Crozzy? from the Fremantle and, and he's not like, he's with like eight blokes. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just always Croz, you know? <laughs> They've singled him out. Singled oh, out. Yeah. yeah. It was like, um, and big shout out to Hayden Crozzy, our man. He, <laughs> Uh, you guys had a great listen to the potty, and um, when he got drafted, he took that big hanger. It's massive. Yeah. It was the did biggest. Did you play hanger. that game? No, I did my hammy oh, at training. No. Funny story about the hammy, actually. Um, but I missed the Perth trip. So I'd never been to Perth, but like, so when I got drafted, I'd never been. But anyway, Crosby's gone there, and you know he hadn't really got a kick. Let's be honest, he hadn't got a kick in the carnival before then. <laughs> I'm not joking. And Johnny Patton, Michael, yeah, Michael Bussey, and then Cros. So Cros yeah. is like the third. You know, he's third in line. Yep. And I'll never forget, man. He's come back from he's come back from this this bloody car of uh, the game in Perth. He is like James <laughs> Heard, mate. He was walking at school. They had camera crews. <laughs> mate, he, I, I still remember it. This highlight was so because the mark's so big. Yes, yeah, it was the biggest hangout because he was so light. He's yeah. bloody. Yep. He's almost halfway up the post. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And it was the biggest mark in history, they reckon. Yeah. And the media he got, and I'll never forget, he walked into training, Vic Metro, and was like, here he is. And he started to come out of his shell a bit. And t- you know what he's like when he's on his yeah. own. He starts telling us, geez, I know hit, Mar- hit Mars. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'll get it up. Yeah, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah. a monster. A monster. We'll get, it's a huge Incredible. mark. So I was, when you were talking about that, I was smiling yeah. while I was driving because yeah. Crosby put a bit of mayo on it as so well, good. which I love. Um, yeah, it's great. What is what, like? What else is the fave part about the pod? Um, oh, I think that people get to see a different perspective, like just mm. perspective of us and know that we're not just all about footy and it's nice to show a bit of personality and, um, people get to know a little bit about us, um, internally and, and, uh, yeah, a little bit about our life away from footy. And, um, I think just being able to get that insight from a, from a general fan, they appreciate that and they look forward to that. And as we've just touched on, we haven't done a potty in a couple of weeks. So people are asking, oh, we, we want to see the potty. Like we love what you talk about. And I think that's probably been the most um, pleasing thing that I've definitely experienced doing this. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, showing them the ups and downs like we talked about before, there's been weeks where statistically you've had a good game, but you're not happy with it. For example, like we've talked about that. You know, if you are struggling at the time mentally or whatever it might be, giving them an insight into that and how we deal with it. Mm. And then you get you get so many people reach out too, mm. like offering your help or whatever it might be. So it's great that we can actually connect with our audience too, like yeah. via Instagram, DMs or whatever it might be. So yeah, it's good to good to um to do it and yeah. we love doing it. So we'll we'll pick it up again this even, week. Even on the weekend after we finished the game, there was a guy oh, that photo was awesome. Well I yeah. was, was Getting, I was just walking along the boundary line, just you saying a lot of signing autographs. Do you know his was, name? Can we give him a shout I out? Don't, I don't. I, we didn't actually ask him. Yeah, we didn't ask him. But Dunks was like thirty meters in front of me, and I'm like, Dunks, come over here, like have a look at this. And then I was like, mate, how and then I got Kleiny over yeah. to take a proper photo because he had his phone. Oh, and yeah. we took a premium. selfie. Yeah. So then I yelled out to Kleiny, and he was um he was on. But that away. stuff's cool. Like, there's a guy. Did he go out and get a custom print of that? Custom print. Did, yeah. That's we a, haven't we haven't released never. any. Well, there you go. Custom And then when I put it up on my socials, there was. 
there was a we had a couple people comment on it saying where can I get one like when you bring it out can you make sure like we know so we can buy it blah 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 I was like that's pretty cool mm. that is sick. <laughs> that is pretty cool that is yeah, great no yeah. I loved it it was a great shot and he's got the chocolates and yeah. he played really well and yeah, that's yeah, in the yeah. crowd no yeah. you guys are doing great work and um, yeah it's good to see and I love I loved the you do this stuff like the podcast but then you go do those little videos and I think in off season as well you'll be able to get so many training yeah. clips yeah. you know like a bit of what you're doing in yep. the off season yep. um, so yeah no great work let's go you know, that's on and off podcast. Let's go just off. Let's go off field. Um, investments, interests. I know, I'll start with you, Dunks. I want you to talk to me about the Woodside Beach Hotel. Yep. I've seen you posting that and it's, you know, it's been redone. What's what's the go there? Is that something you want to be, you know, post footy into the hospitality game or yeah, is that a local pub? I've always pub? thought about hospitality and with COVID, it's probably changed my mind a little bit because is it a necessity? Will it close down if something like that happens again? But this was an opportunity basically that this pub was had been owned by four different people in four years. So with the bushfires, with COVID, with floods down there, it's been sort of passed on to the next person. And I got, got into it pretty much late last year in November. I had a guy reach out through my manager, Pickers, and um, Clint Hillis is his name, and he um, he asked if I wanted to be involved, and I was more than happy to. I, I just because obviously grow up back home, and you know what people put into your life and the sacrifices that they make, and that's a little part that I can have on the local community back home. So it's a little bit out of Yarram; it's ten minutes or so drive, but it's going to be huge for the community. You know what local towns are like; oh, yeah. like they have one main pub, and that's it. Yeah, this is going to bring new life and hopefully new people from Melbourne and everywhere else all over Australia to to a local town in Woodside. So it's been a pretty cool um, investment and I think it actually opens up next week, which is cool. Oh, is it next week? Yeah. That's yeah, so we, we spoke about um, getting behind the bar and serving drinks. We've got yeah, to do, we're gonna do our RSA. <laughs> have you done your RSA? No, I had I want to do one. Oh, yeah. I'd love to do it. Yeah. Keep me updated. I think, I think you just go and do a course and then you're sweet to- How easy is the course? I'm not book smart, <laughs> mate. I'm street smart. <laughs> like, it can't be that hard, yeah, surely. surely well, some of the barmen around the- I don't know, <laughs> mate. Some of the beers I pour, they're frothy as old bloody <laughs> buggery. <laughs> But yeah, yeah we'll come behind the bar and yeah, yeah that's years. great. Keep posted. You could even do. I reckon you boys would be able to do a live podcast. Well, we, we've t- yeah, out that way. We, we've spoken about mm. doing something like that out that way, and yeah, there's so much exciting things that we could do. But just on it, it looks great. Like you've yeah. since. I remember when you first put a photo. I said this joint. It looked like a shit hole, right? But now it looks, <laughs> it looks unbelievable, good, yeah. and that's oh, because of all fine. the hard work that you yeah, put into it. It's going to be massive for the town. It's going to be huge. But I remember the first day I walked in there, like the the cool, like the fridge was full of kegs that were five years old. Yeah, wow. Beers in there that were 10 years old. Just like it was down. just, yeah. And the roof was all caved in, like possums everywhere, mice everywhere. And then to see it now and all the work that they've done, I haven't done a lot, obviously, <laughs> but I'm trying to get around it on social media and stuff because it's back home and I can't get back there too much. Mm. But the work the guys have done have, has been awesome and it's all been local community stuff too, like the chippies, you know, the plumbers, everyone yeah, that's been involved is all local. So it's great. Uh, it's great. And it looks it looks great. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Also, it's open next week, so we'll make yep. sure we, we help out there. So get down to the Woodside Beach Hotel um, for a beer when it does open. What about you, Ads? What are what are you doing? I didn't have much for you. Like, I need to ask this live. So are you doing anything else outside of footy that I might not know of? Um, no, not in terms of... I mean, you got the podcast. That's enough. I know how much work goes into yeah, that. Yeah, no, there's not... There's Like, I, a lot of the stuff I want to do post footy a lot of it's in mentoring um personal development uh that that uh, management like player agent player managing and a lot of that stuff you focus on like you do courses and and um programs the last couple of years of your AFL career because I looked at I wanted to branch into that side of field 
well, like two years ago. And my manager was saying, mate, you, you don't do it because you, you do something. Say, for instance, you, you qualify as a player agent. You then, ha- you then like, I think it's two years you then Update. have to get updated. So uh, it's like, there's no point doing it. It's yeah. the same as a welfare, welfare course I wanted to do where I get into welfare. And, and that's not just footy side of things, but it could be, you know, at a, at a office job or whatever it may be. You then two years later have to redo it again. So a lot of the stuff I want to do, I kind of have to wait because I don't plan on retiring anytime soon. Nah. Um, well, would you? Average at 27. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of career that. best, Nick. Yeah. yeah. I think he's 0.01 below career average. Just a little, <laughs> that little stat up there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, but so <laughs> yeah, don't tell that. him that. Don't tell him up this weekend, yeah. mate. Tactical. <laughs> we actually don't look at stats. I don't look nah, at no stats at all. I, I don't even know why I did. Just yeah. to, I needed some info. Not at all. Um, but anyway, I... In terms of that, I do a lot of um, non-profitable stuff like um, uh, face to the organisation things, stuff like Polish Man Ambassador, which is you know violence against children and women. Where um, for the month of um, October, you, the, you can do a fundraiser, whatever it may be. You paint your nail blue. I know Stevie yep. May's a, a big um, part of that. There's a couple other ambassadors they get on board um, and jump on board and, and they just promote it and, and and help raise the awareness. That's something I'm doing. Um, once a week I go out to, to Dandenong, uh, Dandenong skate park and it's called, um, the kindness community where we, we, um, cook meals and, and serve meals to the homeless people. We go out to the housing commissions and we, you do pretty much knock on each door and, and, um, serve hot food and whatever it may be. So I, I like to feel my downtime doing those type of things, um, because everything else that I'm doing, it, it can't really do it until you know, the last couple of years of my footy career. And, um, I've, do- I've, do- I've dove into the fitness side of things a little bit. I'm, I'm a qualified PT of, you know, Kim, Kim and her sister, Jess, they've got a Ravs fitness app where heaps and heaps of people jumped on board. Um, but I can't really do anything there because I just can't like it can't really do it until off season or whatever yeah. it may be. So yeah, there's quite a few things that, that I I'm interested in, but I kind of, I'm kind of waiting to the end of my, my footy career, but at the moment, the only thing I, I fill my spare time with is is that and my American sports. Oh yeah, well that's a full time gig as well. <laughs> but mate, that, that is for, a I, won't, gig. I won't skip over that. That, that is awesome. Man. I know yeah. you do something similar, and a lot of players do. But the um, you know, the amount of care that you obviously have, but for the community, but people don't see this stuff, and no. that's why I love what no. you're doing because yeah. you're not doing it for the reason to say, "Oh, look at me, I'm doing exactly something nice." Right, it's mate. just like we can all do this. Yeah. We don't have to be playing footy. We can, you know, you could be a yeah. bricklayer, whatever. Not. It can be anyone. Yeah. Anyone can go out and feed the yeah. homeless. It's something that um, Stephen Coniglio was really good. I remember yeah, when I lived with awesome. him, he, um, we went out for dinner. This is a little story. So I went out to dinner. I never really, uh, Mick Barlow and Zach Dawson, um, they used to drive the, the the soup truck in WA and yeah. their Thursday nights was just soup truck and bread. They had some funny stories because yep. a few blokes are pretty greedy and they yeah. steal all the soup and bread from the last <laughs> blokes and they miss out. But they used to do that every Thursday and no one would know that. Um, and I remember when I was with Cogs, we went out for dinner. And um, in Surrey Hills there, I'll never forget, he's like, I'm just going to duck in and, and grab a chook. I'm thinking, what the fuck is, he, what do you mean, man? We, just had, we just had dinner. Yeah. He grabs a couple of chooks and drives down. He goes, oh, do you want to grab one? And I'm like, what are, we, what, what are we doing? And there's like all these homeless people. And he just goes, does anyone want dinner? You know? And at the start, they're like, uh, and then they all get it and they share it. And that's I'm incredible. Like, that is it's awesome. Yeah. I go, mate, that's, it's like a $10, yeah. it's a $10 gift. Yeah. It's not the money. It's the actual, they hadn't eaten thought, that night. Yeah. So every time we all went for dinner, Blokes would go, let's go get a quick chalk. And it's like just those little mm. things that- Mate, that's my, they're my proudest thing. So I, to be able to, because a lot of the time, a lot of the people know know who you are. They know who I am, that I play AFL football. And the fact that they 
come over and say the fact that you come out here and mm. you spend, as I said, it's every Tuesday. So tonight I spend three hours out there serving food and, and cooking food. It's and great, It's incredible. And, and this other organization that I'm a part of, it's called Right Left Counseling Organization, which is uh, a dear friend of mine from school, Daniel. He, um, It's all non-profitable. So he works, he, he gets paid from a separate job and spends from nine to three o'clock every day working on this um, organization where he doesn't make any money. He's trying to get a government grant. He, it's an organization where, you know, kids or teenagers from the age of 15 to 24 um, who have might have a mental issue, might have a drug and alcohol issue, might have been, you know, physically um, abused when they were young by parents, whoever it may be, they, li- they simply reach out um, talk to us. Daniel then has several people working for him, not not working, they're just volunteers for him who are counsellors. They'll spend, you know, up to three hours with the client um, to try and get them back on track, help them motivated to come, you know, to find a better life, whatever it may be, and and just go from there. And, and that's something, one of the most proud of things, proudest things that I'm a part of because I look back and I see that and simply I can go and, you know, meet someone and they literally get a kick out of meeting an AFL player. You know what I mean? And a lot of these kids, because a lot of them are kids, 15, 16, 17 year olds, a lot of these kids end up getting on the right track and, you know, going off and having a, you know, successful um, early adult life into their life after that. So to be able to do things like that is just something that I'm extremely proud of. Nah, it's great. And it's just just exactly what you can teach young players at footy clubs, like the impact you've got without knowing, just going out there and smiling is enough, you know? Nah, it's brilliant, lads. And um, well done. You should be super proud of that stuff. It's it's what it's all about. Um, And it's great that you can talk about it on here and everyone listening um, might be inspired to go do some of these acts of kindness. Now... We'll flip it up a bit. I've told you that when you come on, we're going to do a couple of challenges. I did this in the hub when I was doing trains trivia, but this is just a, it's a, it's a, who am I? Ooh, These oh, are the rules. Go. And everyone listening and watching can here play this. Go. The rules are simple. First one, I guess it wins. All right. The point. But if you go and you answer and you get it wrong, you're out. So you got to be, you, okay. you're yeah, going to get one chance. Good. All right. That's probably what I'll do. Okay. You're ready. Get it wrong. I hope so. Who am I? I was born in 1969. So Therefore, I'm currently 53 years old. My father's name is Richard. I grew up in Fremantle. I went to Scotch College. (laughs) Do you have any idea? I'm trying to think. I've got no idea. The Minnesota Timberwolves selected me with their seventh overall pick in the 1991 NBA draft. I'll just buzz it and I'm going to have a wild guess. Am I Luke Longley? You are. Well done. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> the next was one was I am an NBA three-time champion. There it is. <laughs> one love. He'll win this. I, I'll, <laughs> no, I, I thought there could have been a sneaky, you know, Aaron Sanderlands and then bang no, your ass. I was no. trying to think who grew up in Frio. No, I, yeah. knew, I knew, as soon as you said basketball. Yeah, yeah. It's bizarre that I, I, I knew I Luke thought, Longley was a, Perth boy. There you go. Now we go to Adzi's favourite, the spelling bee. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've got shit. you up for a spelling bee. And the way I'll we'll be, edit these I'll little, little videos here. We're going to start with you, Ads. <laughs> Far out. <laughs> the word <laughs> is nauseous. N-A-U? Yep. T? Keep going. I-O-U-S. That's what I would have spelt. Far Wrong. Out. Is there two I's in there? There's no T. I just nauseous. Nauseous. No N-A-U-S. 
Do you know how to spell it? Oh, okay. E-O-U-S. Bum, bum. I probably would have got that wrong, to be honest. All right. I'm not a good speller. I am a good speller, but words like that, no. So what I did was I Googled 20 words that people uh, find hard. 20 words, like easy words, but people always find a way to stuff it up. Like me, yep. Okay, dunks. Accommodate. A-double-C-O-M. I'm thinking it's A. D A T E, yeah, that's bum, bum. Oh, you're no, kidding! It's I would have done that. Is it O? It's A C C O M M O D A T E. See the the M. See a very easy word. <laughs> it's, oh, it's zero oh, zero. Right. Are we doing another one? All right, Adzi. <laughs> no. Definitely. Oh shit! I always get this wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny because yeah, I, I get these wrong as well. I go to write this when I send a message, definitely, and all always I write is defs. <laughs> D E F S. Yeah. Come on. Here we go. Spell oh, it right mate. out because I don't want to cut you definitely. off halfway. D E F E N I A T L Y. Why is that funny? Just I, sorry, I don't just think so, most people sorry, mate. No, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you, mate. It's, yeah, it's strong. Yeah. D-E-F-I-N-I-T-E-L-Y. Okay. I wouldn't so, say I was that far Dunks, off. to get the lead, your oh, word is foreign. Oh. F-O-R-E-I-G-N. Bang! He's hit the leaderboard. Hold on, mate. One nil. Must answer this correctly to stay in the game, Ads. <laughs> The last word. This is round three. Jewelry. Wow. J E W. J E W. So that's the first three. I'm just trying to spell it out. J E W. E. Why are you laughing? J E W E. I reckon there's a double L in there. J E W E double L E R Y. Nah, wrong. Was I close? J W Jewel E double L. That's what I said. E R E Y. Nah, it's just J E W E L R Y. Is it? Yeah. I did a double L. Unless Google's wrong. Yeah. Well, there you go. Your last word was minuscule, but you've won. So it's one all. How do you spell? I don't even know minuscule. M I N I S C U L E. Something like yeah, that. Mi- yeah, minus and then skill. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> I, I just say mini, so it doesn't really matter. Well, hold <laughs> like on. There's one all, and I knew it'd be one all because we're going to do another challenge in real life. So, congratulations, boys. You're both, you know, you're just. How good. You're just so good. You, you can't split you two up. Now, this is one of my favorite questions while we're moving forward before we get to the Caps clangor and the uh, Caps moment and Rick's retirement at the end. Now, this is a question that I just can't wait to ask. You're stuck on an island. So, Adzi, you're first. You're stuck on an island. Who would be the three blokes you'd take and why? It's a deserted island. So it could be anybody. Can't be celebrities. It's got to be oh, people you know. No. Teammates, actually. They've got to be teammates. Teammates. Three blokes you'd take and why? You're on a deserted island. You've got nothing. <laughs> oh, shit. So cu- current teammates. And the way I would was going to position it was like, you're going to be there. You're lonely. You might want some energy. You might want someone that can cook. You might yeah, yeah. want someone that's a handy man. I don't know, but there's these things have to go so into So are they your, current teammates or they can I have I, ex-teammates? I'm happy to go both. Okay. So I've got my first two. I'd go obviously Dunks and for why? obvious reasons. Yeah. Bromance. Well, he's my best mate. So I'd go Dunks. Yep. And he can cook and he's pretty handy. Then I'd go Howie because Jeremy Howe, he would bring plenty of energy and um, he spent a couple of years as an electrician, was he? Yep. 
Not that there's going to be. <laughs> not, not that that's going to help us on a dessert ride. A few powerpoints power yeah. being put but, together. A few but I'm sure he, fans. I'm sure he dove into a couple other things. Um, he a couple told other us a funny ass story about the encounter with yeah, the possum. With a possum. So he's had those encounters. He'll be right. Yeah. It's so I'm going to say Howie, and then for some reason, just because he's the smartest teammate, because we're talking about teammates that I've ever come across, probably Steph Martin, because I feel Ooh, like yeah. he would. Uh, he'd just come up with something to get us off this island. That'd be my three. I like that. Good versatility. Big Steph is a big boy. He'd be <laughs> yeah. carrying the load. Yeah, he's a genius. He's he is a genius. a genius. He'd be getting the wood fire. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, oh, obviously, Adam. Take Adam. <laughs> yep. For what reason? Probably just for his emotions and, <laughs> and, the, cir- <laughs> and the circuits that I can run. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the, yeah, all the uh, exercise stuff. You'd be able to do that. And the foods. and That's brilliant. No, not the food. And then I would take, I would definitely take Aaron Norton. Naughty Norton? Yep. Because he's very good at a lot of things. He does. He loves camping. He'd be he'd be a pro at he'd be unreal on a deserted island because he just know what to do. There you go, naughty. Naughty's got a little plug. Uh, and the third one, I'm actually not too sure. Here we go. It's got to be a current. I would have said Will Minson because he's really good. You at, can take Will because he's a past player. I've okay. heard he's a very very intelligent man. Very man. smart man. It's similar to Steph. Steph like, well, there you go. Yeah, so I'm going to say Will Minson. <laughs> Will Minson, he's big boy. Yeah, big boy can <laughs> throw you know, the bears around if they come. The hustle and, and bustle. <laughs> there you go. And Naughty's pretty big too, so I wouldn't have to do anything. <laughs> it's a, yeah, you just chill. Neither it's a holiday. A holiday it. for us. Yeah. This is the flip side. Who is the one bloke you wouldn't take? You're not taking at the dogs currently, <laughs> and why? Oh, <laughs> do you want to go first? Hayden Crozier. because he would fun. have zero idea. What and to there'd do. be no phone service <laughs> yeah. out there, Crozier, so he couldn't even do anything on his yeah. phone. Would I? Far out. I actually don't know. I would say, who's the most hopeless in terms of just they're like they're beautiful people, but life skills. Hey, Crozzy, I took Crozzy to the farm. Oh my! And God. he will never go back. Like all, <laughs> we were just doing some jobs, work, like yeah. just painting like weatherboards for the house Mum and Dad are restoring back home, and he will never go back because we just worked the whole time. He would hate that. Yeah, hate it. He'd have the phone in the hand yeah. and he'd be brushing bloody <laughs> sideways. <laughs> I he hate don't it. know. Oh, I would have to funny. say Crozzy as well from what you told me. Yeah. It would have to be Crozzy. Stuck on an island. Who is the one bloke you're not got taking? No, got, no fragrances. <laughs> got no fragrances either. He loves his fragrances before he gets oh, out yeah. training track. The Sri Lankan snake charm we used to call him. <laughs> yeah. He loves his fragrances. All righty. As we close, some of our favorite segments, boys. Now, Oh, here we go inseparable you two so i've got you a cap each from our great friends caps www.caps.com.au that is spelled c-a-p-z now boys our great friends at caps the home of headwear what is i'll start with you ads your caps clanger the biggest clanger you've ever made in your professional career. Oh, you mean, okay. So on the footy field, it generally be, making yeah, clanger. I've yeah. made a few clangers. Footy field, off the field, oh. ma- mainly when you're playing football. Um, Geez, you're really throwing me on. Do you have one? Yeah, I've got one. We'll, throw, right, we'll go. throw to dunks first while you think. So it was my first year against Frio. We were playing, I think it was uh, like round 18 or something. And you know those kicks that we do at training where you like try and kick it on the inside of your foot, like, and pull it late. Yeah. Like, Matty Suckling, yeah. like, all the gun kickers, Sam Mitchell can do it. <laughs> I thought I was in a position to do it. It was in the back half of the ground. So I've tried to, like, I was going to switch it, and then I saw someone late and tried to do the old little point kick straight across to him. Turnover goal. <laughs> Bevo dragged on the phone. 
probably the most emotional I've ever heard Debo towards me. What was he saying Yeah. Oh, he was just giving it to me. Who do you think you are? (laughs) First year, keep it simple. (laughs) Stuff like that. And I was... I was petrified at the time. I'm like, oh, I'm getting dropped next week. <laughs> Did you get dropped? 2016, nah. Grand final <laughs> year as well. Oh. Yeah, so. Back was, 50, little hot dog kick they used to call. Are you playing yeah. that game? Do you know the Do ones I'm it? talking about? The yeah, kicks I know, that I'm yeah, about? yeah. So I've like them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, I just missed it. Shocking. Worst kick. It's funny because the actual clanger is, it's it's it doesn't sound like much, but it's the spray that you've probably yep. copped that you can't really repeat. Yep. Um. So there it is. That's it. First year. That's my worst. That's your biggest spray biggest yep. mistake on the field yep my one probably now that I think about it it isn't actually seen that much as a, as a clanger I just feel like it is because it was a it ended up being a part of a result that I that breaks my heart to this day there was two minutes to go on the granny Collingwood West Coast and I got the ball outside like it was a kick over a pack and I ran onto it and watching now back in hindsight if I had more time I would have either gone out of bounds or I would have kept running Instead, I kicked it long to Geordie, who was running away from the ball. His man, McGovern, took the mark. Is which, that the hangary tool? Which then led to a mark, mark, Dom Sheed, goal. So, oh, wow. Wow. So, yeah. But if you go back and watch, like you'd think, oh, it's good. Because I had someone, I think I think um, Cripps, Cripps was chasing me. He would have got me if I kept running. Mm. Um, but I watched in hindsight, I'm like, I should have gone out of bounds or something, but I just tried to kick it as long as possible and it obviously led to McGovern take the mark. So There you go. That's like a refined clanger. Yes. You've just, you've we've probably made worse. Because those clangers, mate, I've done heaps of those. <laughs> no, nah, but I don't take on these kicks. Yeah, true. Like, it's something that I wouldn't do. Yeah, that's probably a good point. And it's funny though, because we still, him and I do them all the time at training. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> training with them. We're going to we practice them. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. practice them. Yeah, as long as you practice Dustin them. Dustin yeah. does them well. He does. He does. He does. Well. well, there you go. The caps clanger. I like mine, that, boys. I think uh, it's hard to top um, Nick Larky's caps clanger. Now, boys, as you know, friends at Rick's here. Beautiful. <laughs> I've got you the same pair of sunnies, boys, because oh, I know you love them. You've got the, you got the Melrose champagne oh, with yeah. the sky lenses. Um, throw them on. They are. The best in the business, www.rickseyewear.com.au. And for everyone out there watching that might like the boys in the Ricks, um, we have a discount code ACES at checkout, 20% off and free express shipping. And that goes for the, the caps as well. So head online to our great sponsors at Ricks and Caps. Now, boys, again, one at a time, we'll just go together, but it's called Ricks and Retirement. Essentially, once you've finished up with everything in life, you know, your life's good, you cashed up, you can only pick one location in the world that you can take your Rick's eyewear with um, to settle and retire, where would it be and why? It's easy. Oh, in the world? Yep. Oh, I was just going to say, if it was in Australia, it'd be Noosa. I was yeah, going to so say mine Noosa. in Australia would be the same. Okay, that's so same. That's, that's good actually. I'm going to split it up. Let's go. Yeah, so Australia's Noosa. Noosa. International. In the world. Ooh. I, yeah. Retired. So, so yeah, yeah, probably. My favourite place is New York. I love New York. Yeah. yeah. But retire, I don't know, somewhere... I'm, I can only go off places that I've been, and I, I, I loved Hawaii. Hawaii would be a cool place to retire. They'd be like it's a good vibe there. But I'd, I'd just say Hawaii. Mine would be Hawaii. Do you surf? No, I tried to surf once, nearly died. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a surfer, mate. Those sharks. I don't no know if you've way. seen the, like, the latest. What's the latest no. on that big thing in the ocean? Yeah, I saw that. What's that what thing, thing in the ocean called? Oh, it's all like a little something. Yeah, Is that it? The yeah, mega yeah, little something? Yeah, yeah. Someone yeah, spotted that. an airplane. It's <laughs> the size of fucking oh, Jesus Christ. That would be Scares probably the place. that stuff. Um, so New York. Well, New York's my favorite, but you're saying retire. Like, 
No one really retires in New York, do they? Because they're well, so busy. I yeah. never, they never have unlimited cash and get asked this question. <laughs> Through that. Uh, <laughs> and have the Rixies on the head. That, you know, it's free of charge. Well, no, all right. Well, then my favorite place would be New York. So I probably would say New York then. Yeah, it's a great spot. Amer- Paul Connors, American sport. Paul Connors, just... said, Paul Connors said New York and maybe Noosa as well. Mine would be going off places I've been to, San Diego. Oh, yes. That's yeah, I haven't been there, yeah. but I've been halfway That's there. That's a little bit north of San Diego. Oh, San Diego, you like San Diego, it? I love it. Love it. Nice I've and trained, like Bonty and I train there. Everyone knows about it, but... We've trained there a couple of times and spent probably two or three weeks there, a couple of years in a row, and I just loved it. The lifestyle, it's very relaxed. There's not, It's not a dense population. The weather's elite. It is beautiful. You get one of the places, like if you you were getting a house, like you get one of the places on top of the hill looking over the water, beautiful yeah. climate. Like Malibu that would be setup. That would be the spot for me. There you go. San Diego and New York. I love it. Righto, this is a nice question. This is a... Again, our friends at Caps, they supply the home of the headwear. They've got more than just headwear as well. You've been in store. You've got that white cap. You still smash that. How good I is that hat? It, mate. mate, that's why I'll try and mix up my hats today. I didn't really have a color. You know, I got the Ritz hoodie <laughs> on. I didn't really know what color goes with the with the green today. So I've gone capless, but <laughs> I'll be rocking the uh, the Lakers cap that I've got. I think you've got a what are you, the Bulls, Bulls one? Yep. Um, yeah, then no one does it better than Caps. So this is the Caps moment. This is the greatest moment. In your sporting career. Mine's easy. So career. So zero to now. Ads. Your caps. My 200th running running out in the banner with Georgie. That was a special moment. Yep. Although she hated it, but. (laughs) She was bawling her eyes out. Didn't enjoy it. Oh, she enjoyed it when she seen him and me, but then she hated the noise. But easily my proudest moment. Easily. It's a beautiful photo. And I think Dunk snuck in the back. Yeah. In the background. There's a video of Georgie looking for me. Yeah. Looking for. In their rooms. Dunks. Yeah. That's brutal. Easily. And he's got the win. Yes, yep. down in a lovely old Ballarat. Yeah, that's great. It was actually that's a nice brilliant. day. It was, it was probably one of the day. best days Ballarat's ever put on for yeah. us. Yeah, yep, not much wind, so it was. Has the gorgeous girl been in many games and run out with you? No, first that was so the one, one only time she's run out with me. Yeah, that's a special moment. That was a yeah, because she yeah, incredible, incredible mate. Yeah, because um, I'm really the grand finals were cool to be a part of. We just didn't win. Yeah, and the fact that the two eighteen grand final is regarded as well, it's regarded as like the best grand final of it's all time, man. Mm. and. The fact that I was a part of it is pretty cool, but we didn't win, obviously. Yeah, it sucks. So that yeah. sucks. Well, that's mine. Mine's the grand final. Yeah. Your Caps mum is the granny. The 2016 grand final. Another one that I'll talk about is what you mentioned earlier is I was 15 and I played in the senior flag at Sale Footy Club, and that was with Ryan Pendlebury, um, a lot of other guys. Matt Ferguson was the coach. He actually was under Ross Lyon. He brought his defensive game plan to the mechanism to sale. Cool. So it was a full zone, 18 man zone. Unbelievable. Come forward to defend. No one behind. No one got near us. Like it was like it works. Unbelievable. Forward half turnovers, goals. Like yeah. it was unbelievable. Off turnover, go quick inside. Yeah. <laughs> and all, all I knew was the wing position. That was it. I just played the wing for the whole year. 15 years old, won a flag. Hard off full run. Yep. There you go. That's brilliant. Did you win any junior flags? Never won a flag. Never won one. So you still haven't won one at all. I've won. It's a great. I don't count the um, the nationals. Yeah, it wasn't really like a one sixteens and the eighteens. But you're not you're thrown together. You're yeah. not actually a team. Yeah. So no, I've played in five grand finals in my life. Never won one. <laughs> Fuck. Jeez, that's like the ratio of you two inside fifties. Five to nil. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> It'll turn. It'll turn. Well, mate. Hopefully. Well, gents, it's um. I must say, thanks so much for your time. It's been a pleasure, and we'll obviously do this. Um, we'll do this a lot. Um, but before you do go, NFL, 
We love our NFL. It's creeping up. As I said, our fantasy league's in full flight. I couldn't squeeze you in, but you're going to be. We're trying to. Work, I'm trying to work on something. We're going to yeah, organise a big tipping, big tipping comp. So we're going to get the whole of Australia in that, and you'll be amongst that. But um, have you got any tips? Just early predictions. <laughs> yeah, I always for the Super do. Bowl? Yeah, always do early ones with mates I have back home. I think the Chargers win it this year. I reckon you're on the money there. Chargers was my team. As soon as, like, as soon as the season was done, I think offensively they have. All the weapons. Josh, Justin Herbert's a star. Um, I think Mikey Williams will take a next step. In terms of fantasy, he's going to be a value pick. Mikey Williams, for what it's worth. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's going around 60 at the moment, but he's easily a top 40 value pick. Um, and they, they just signed um, – who'd they get on the defensive end? Um, yeah, they got Mac. That's right. Yeah. Um, Him and Bosa next to each I other. I just think scary. they're going to be they're, – they're my team to beat this year. So I think the Chargers. But I, I care, mate. I just care more about the fantasy side. Yeah, well, that's yeah, why same. I – yeah. So it's a good tip. What about you? I don't really know, to be honest. I would say – I don't know. I just think it's going to be good – season obviously all round there's so much player movement mm. like it's exciting isn't it's it it's so good mm. it's so good and they they sign for ridiculous amounts of cash and oh. and they're more guaranteed now yeah, yeah. yep and I'll, I'll probably I don't know one that sort of springs to mind is Miami well they have loaded up and mm. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle I think Waddell. they're the top two quickest, four yeah. yeah two quickest in the league and yeah. the I think they got so many options like they're going to be pretty good Gusecki mm. tight end I just yeah there's still question marks on the quarterback I'm not not saying he's I'm with not you, up mate. to it. I'm, I just I don't, I don't think, think he's. That's just a wild one. I think he's still a gun, but is he going to be able to do what the top four flight can do? You know, yeah. Yeah. is he a Mahomes? No, nah, probably not. Is he a Josh Allen? So no Bill, Bills, I think Bills are primed. Bills. Yeah, because they got Miller in. He's you know his, his deal's incredible. Gabriel but, Davis is a wide receiver now that he can be a part oh, of the offense. Superstar. So I reckon it's Bills. And I think charges, charges. are my value. Mm. I think they're my value. I think they're going at like seventeen bucks at the yep. moment. How they're do you bit. think Tampa Bay will go? I think they'll still be Tom good, Brady. but I just think they'll be competitive. I just can't because they've because um, Gronk's out now. Yeah. They haven't really done anything other than Cam Brayton, OJ Howard yeah, missed their game. It's hard. It's they've lo- they've lost Gronk and pretty much haven't done anything else. Well, their defense, Chris Godwin is injured at the moment. He probably probably won't even play. Yeah, early. But days. that's the thing in season they have so much movement. Yeah. one player could just go. You know what? I'm going to play under Tom. Yeah, I'm done. So it's going to be exciting. I can't wait, mate. It is exciting. And we're going to, we're going to do an NFL show. So you boys are welcome oh, back for that. I think um, we've got some news coming. There's another person joining the team. And it was American Aces. He'll be doing a show. Can't shout it out yet till it's on. But um, like always, boys, you know what to say to everyone listening. Subscribe, like, share our videos. We really appreciate your support. But if you do subscribe, it helps us um, a lot. And uh, yeah, boys, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, it's a pleasure. It's always a good laugh. And wish you all the best for the rest of the year. Because that last spot in the eight is just right there for the kicking. So good luck. And um, yeah, thanks again. Thanks, Thanks, mate. Cheers. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please feel free to hit us up on our social channels at Osmerican Aces. If you're entertained, inspired or feel more educated, please share it with your friends and family because we appreciate the support. Righto. Catch you on the next one.